with me. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Beth. Um, tonight, I'm going to be speaking to you about Jesus calming the storm. So if you'd like to turn to um, Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Um, this is actually my first time preaching, and it's quite ironic that I chose this verse about calming the storm, because right now I feel anything but calm. Um, and ironically, since I chose this verse, there's been lots of storms happening in my life, so it's probably not a coincidence. Um, is everybody at that passage? Just give you a second. So that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowds behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke Sorry, the disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to the disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. So, just to give you a bit of context, um, the disciples had been with Jesus, witnessing his miracles and hearing him teach him. And previous to this happening, the sea had been calm enough for Jesus to preach from the boat, like from, from a boat for most of the day. So some of the disciples um, were seasoned fishermen who would have spent their life fishing on this river. So... For them to be scared of a storm means it's not your average storm. Um, it's probably quite a big storm, so just to give you a bit of a picture. And in verse 37, it actually says, the waves broke over the boat, so it was nearly swamped. So just to help you to picture this, um, on our honeymoon, Steve and I went on this massive big boat to go whale watching. I'm talking about a huge boat on, you know, like, I don't know what type of boat it was, but it was massive. And there was no storm, just a bumpy sea, and almost everybody on this boat was sick, including Steve. Yeah, he always shames me, so it's about time I got him back. Um, I actually wasn't sick, but I just want to give you kind of, you know, a sense of what this may have been like for them. They were in a tiny little fishing boat, and this was a massive storm. So it's no wonder that they were terrified. Um, Somehow, Jesus is sleeping peacefully through this storm on a cushion. I just love that detail in that verse. Um, you know, he's not just like sleeping in the stern on some hard wooden floor. He's got his nice comfy cushion there, sleeping away. Um, he wasn't fretting, being sick, or worrying where his father was, or what he was doing. He was just completely peaceful. I'm sure we will have or have, to have witnessed storms in our life. Storms of bereavement, rejection, hurt, disappointment, illness, suffering, or something stupid that we've done, to name a few. How do you respond when you're in the storm? 
Do you get anxious? Do you fret or worry? Do you lose sleep? Do you turn to drugs, alcohol, lust, comfort eats, retail therapy, get angry and irritable? Do you try to control things yourself and get frustrated when you can't? I would love to stand here and say that all you need to do to have peace in the storm is know that God is with you and he hasn't abandoned you. But that would make me a bit of a hypocrite. I'm sure I'm not the only one in this room to say that I have faced many storms in my life. And some have been harder than others. And it's really tough. One of the toughest storms in my life was in July 2022, when my son Jesse was born. Um, so, apart from the surprise of him being 15 days early, the birth and everything else was actually okay. I know we've got two new mums in the room, so we, you know, birth will be quite fresh in your minds. Um, he was placed into my arms, and I just felt overwhelmed with love and excitement for this little boy. A few hours later, everything changed. We found out that Jesse had been born with a cleft palate. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's the hole in the roof of um, his mouth. So for Jesse, the whole of the soft palate was missing. When we discovered this, it was a bit crazy from that moment onwards. Um, I was told hardly any information just about this thing called a cleft palate, which I had no idea what a cleft palate was. Um, I was on my own because Steve had left to get Thea to sleep, and um, they were about to whisk Jesse off to NICU, which was the neonatal intensive care unit. That's correct, isn't it, Sarah? Um, so, I was overwhelmed um, and frightened, and in that moment, I basically lost the plot. Um, for those of you who have given birth, not looking anywhere, <laughs> um, you probably know what your hormones are like directly, given after, um, sorry, directly after giving birth, um, plus the tiredness, and it was also in the middle of a heat wave, so it was like 40-plus degrees outside, and in the hospital, that's about 60 degrees. So you can imagine I wasn't at my most calmest of moments. Um, in those early days, when we were in hospital, um, not really knowing what was happening, um, and just trying to get our heads around all the information that was being thrown at us, and figure out, figuring out the feeding and various other things, having peace in the storm was a million miles away from where I was. I was scared, I was anxious, I was angry with God, um, wondering how he'd allowed this to happen to my little boy. And there were lots of question marks about the future, and there still are, to be honest. Um, I was just in survival, just being tossed and turned by the waves that were crashing down around me. Now, looking back on those early days of Jesse's life, I can see how God was working, and he was with me, and he hadn't abandoned me. There were little blessings along the way. There were friends that reached out and came to visit. There were midwives who were super helpful and like, would sit with me in the middle of the night when I was finding it really tough. Um, there were nurses um, who went above and beyond to help me and support me, amongst other things. It's really easy when you're in the storm um, 
not to have peace, to go into identity and try and control everything, even if you can't. But God hasn't abandoned us. He is there with us, weeping with us. He just wants us to trust in him. You may be sitting here thinking, well, I don't know God, so how can I have a relationship with him? You can invite him into your life right now, tonight, if you want to. I don't know what you're going through right now or what storms you're facing, but God does. He is with you. He just wants you to come to him. Um, and Jesus, by dying on the cross and being raised to life, has made a way for us to come to him. It is that simple. Jesus is our rescuer. I wish I could stand here and say he is going to rescue you from all the high times and difficulty in your life. Unfortunately, becoming a Christian or being a Christian doesn't mean we're not going to avoid, sorry, it doesn't mean we're going to avoid storms or have a peaceful life. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, in fact, the Bible says we are going to suffer. I know it's so grim, isn't it? But I've just got to be real with you guys. Um, but when you face these things, he will be there with you. In fact, in Isaiah 43, verse 2, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, it says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the line of... Sorry, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. And then it goes on to say in verse 5, do not be afraid, for I am with you. So this week, I decided to take the dog out for a walk. Well, I do walk him most days, actually, not just weekly. <laughs> but it, this day, it was particularly rainy and windy, and I really just didn't fancy getting soaked, so I took this massive like golf umbrella that we have at home. Well, it just didn't go to plan, because it was so windy that the umbrella turned inside out. I don't think this ever happened to anybody. It literally went the other way around. I couldn't even get it to go back down. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm just getting absolutely soaked and looking like an idiot with this massive umbrella while the dog's just, you know, loving life. Um, but through this, I felt like God was trying to give me a message, which is... Sometimes we try and control things and avoid the storm. But sometimes the storm is just going to come and there's nothing we can do about it. We just have to be in the storm and get wet and embrace it. Storms come to stop our reliance on ourselves and put our reliance on God. I want to go back to verse 41. Um, this is in the Mark passage now, just to not confuse you. Um, so it says, they were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. I'm just going to have a drink. Um, you may be thinking, oh, it's okay for you and everybody else, but could he help me with my child's behavior? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my problems in my relationship? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my loneliness? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my difficulties conceiving? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my hurt? Yes, he could even do that. 
Could he help me with my anxiety? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my feelings of not being good enough? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my grief? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my career? Yes, he could even do that. Could he help me with my insomnia? Yes, he could even do that. Could he forgive me for everything I've ever done wrong? Yes, he could even do that. Nothing is, um, is impossible with God. This is a man that still the winds and the waves. None of that is anything to him. You may have noticed we've had a lot of stormy weather this week, and um, he stopped that storm in an instant, just like that. He can totally help you. And you may also remember in verse 38 that the disciples were being a little bit dramatic. Teacher, don't you care if we drown? God wants us to be dramatic when we have a problem. He wants us to say exactly what we're thinking, as David did in the Psalms. He wants us to be real. You don't have to dress it up, just be real. I also want to remind you in verse 38 that Jesus is there with his comfy cushion, sleeping. So just um, by this, um, he's showing that he's fully God and fully human. So he gets weary like we do. He needs a cushion to sleep on. Um, as a human, he knew that God, his father, would keep him safe. And he's therefore acting it out as a visual aid to help us when we're going through tough times, reminding us that we're not alone. It's so easy to be consumed by the thoughts and feelings surrounding the situations that we're in that we forget to pray or turn to God or reach out. Andrea, do you want to come back up? Um, we're going to have a time to respond now. But as I was preparing, um, I felt that when we're struggling and facing a storm, he just wants us to be still and trust in him. I know that sounds really strange. Just like, how can I be still when X, Y, and Z is happening to me? I also know that being relaxed is very hard for us to do, especially as women, as there's always a million one things to do. But he just wants us to be still, go and find that cushion, and get comfy. Let's face it, if we're going to face a storm, we may as well get comfy. So when storms come, and they will, buckle up, start praying, and do your best to trust in him. He has not abandoned you. I'm just going to pray for us. Lord Jesus, thank you um, for every woman that's here tonight. Thank you that they've taken the time to come out and listen to your words. I just pray that whatever storms they're in, they will just know you with them on a new level after tonight. They will know that you are there with them and they won't be afraid to reach out and, and come to you. 
And if any of you are particularly dealing with something difficult or would like to know more about Jesus or just want some prayer, please come and speak to me or anyone else that's here and um, we can definitely do that for you. Thanks.